superstars, welcome back to the Awesome Overflow. This is your Awesome Overflow for September 2022. No, no need to check the calendar. You're not crazy. It is past September 2022. We are into October. But I think that you'll find this overflow is worth the wait because I'm joined this month by Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. (laughs) Rebecca, if you have not been following along on her uh, Instagram, on her social media, Rebecca is fresh off of a trip to one of my favorite cities on the planet, Austin, Texas, where she got to see one of her favorite people on the planet, Harry Styles. Harry Styles concert for the second time, Rebecca. Yes, look at that. I went from being like, should I get tickets to his first, the the last tour? Should I do it? I don't know. Should I? And now I'm like, okay, well, this is my life now. Like, (laughs) struggling to get tickets and struggling to justify them. (laughs) Well, for the Awesome Overflow this month, I thought it would be so fun to just let Rebecca share with us this whole experience and... I think it's particularly timely, especially on the heels of our discussion about this is not a book about Benedict Cumberbatch and really just ties into her, our whole mission and message of loving what you love. So if you are a new superstar, welcome to becoming a superstar. We are so glad that you're here. The Awesome Overflow is where we take a little time every month to just kind of process through life stuff, what we've been into, what we've been up to, just the extra stuff that does not make it onto the main sort of awesome feed. So Rebecca, let's just start with... Austin, like I said, it's yes. one of my favorite cities. Um, we lived just south of Austin in San Marcos, Texas for four years. That's my, both of my daughters were born in San Marcos. Um, and I just, I love it. I have such a warmth in my heart for that city. We spent a lot of time there when we lived in that area. What were your thoughts? Like scale of one to 10, what did you think about Austin? No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> There's so much pressure. Um, I, yeah, I would say a, a 10. Like I thought it was fun. I thought it was really a unique city. Like the one of the things that I found really unique about it was we were like driving around and there would be fairly tall buildings like like um high-rise buildings but then there would also be all these like little really tiny houses that have been converted into shops or coffee Mm -hmm. shops bars restaurants uh often with a lot of outdoor seating patio seating um and from an outsider's perspective, like driving past or walking past, it looks like nothing. Like, how do you even know yeah. that this is like a place worthy of stopping in at? Because it, like, it just, yes. it looks like hardly a thing. But then you go yeah. inside and everything's so cute. It's like they took all of these old historic homes and converted them into these businesses. And it's just really adorable. I loved that part about it. Lots yeah. of murals. Uh, you know, it was like quirky and fun. It's very quirky. You know, Austin's motto is keep Austin weird. So they really lead into the quirkiness for sure. (laughs) So one thing that I did not know about Austin is this, um, the flying of the bats. Was that a thing when you lived there? Because I, I feel like it's, 
they the way that they explained it to me is that they built this bridge or they expanded mm-hmm. some bridge and yep. something about the construction of this bridge is like the perfect bat habitat and so now <laughs> there's like thousands and thousands of bats that live under this bridge and people stand on the we did not do this okay yeah. um, but people stand on the bridge at dusk and wait to watch the bats fly out yep which it's true. It's a thing. I don't quite get that being like a touristy thing to do. But I guess if there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of them, there's like yeah. some appeal to this. This sounds horror movie-esque to me <laughs> rather than like a tourist attraction. I don't I don't like it. Yeah. Well, I think that it is. I mean, it's a little unusual and definitely one of the quirky things about Austin for sure. The thing about Austin is it's like right on the edge of the Texas Hill Country. And so I feel like that whole area is kind of like emerging. It's like the intersection of like urban, you know, high intensity population, but it's also on the edge of nature and the Texas Hill Country is stunningly gorgeous. And so I can see it's like kind of like the the, the whole bat experience, the flying of the bats. It's kind of like it's at that corner between, you know, urban life and nature. And so, sure. yeah. Okay. I can see that. Um, when we were debating, so I traveled with, with friends. Um, I should clarify that. I have a in real life friend here locally in Lancaster County, met her through church, have been friends for uh, 16 years. Her name is Donna. She went to yes. the last concert with me, also mm-hmm. Harry Obsessed. So we flew together to Austin, and there we met um, Kara, who is like an internet friend um, that I we just met in over Instagram. Um, yep. Our common love for Harry, something about our chemistry. We just really clicked. And, and she's a superstar, too. Yes. Hi, Kara. So hi, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she is from Oklahoma City. And yes. so she drove down and she had gone to college in, in Austin. And so she okay. had um, the ability to really, like, carry the weight of tour guide and, like, help yes. us figure out where we to go. We went to several of her places that um, had fond memories for her. So that was that was fun. Um, but um, anyway, so when we were talking about whether we wanted to do the bats, I said to Kara, I'm like, I can stand in my backyard and see bats. Like, I really? don't feel... Yeah. <laughs> Like I don't so interesting. Not thousands, but there's some that like live I don't know. Okay. Every evening. Like I can go out and I can see a bats in my backyard. That's fascinating to me. I never see a bat ever. (laughs) Really? Are you sure? There's surely there's bats around somewhere. I don't know. I guess somewhere maybe, but it's not like common. Like I would probably freak out if I saw one. They're that unusual i think in Oklahoma well they, City. i mean I they kind of look like birds so like if you That's want true. to be ignorant to it you can just be like oh <laughs> look at those birds they're just birds but if you look close they're not birds <laughs> so anyway we passed yeah. on watching the flight of the bats yes. um but we did we did lots of other things. For people who are familiar with the Austin area, we went to the Hula Hut, and I yes. had delicious shrimp tacos there. We went to a breakfast place called Kirby Lane um, mm-hmm. that has their famous, they're well known for their lemon poppy seed French toast and pancakes. Oh, oh and wow. That was amazing. 
Um, and I can't think of anywhere else, but we did go to Netflix. <laughs> Those were standouts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So fun. So did you guys stay in a hotel or did you do an Airbnb? What did y'all do this time? We did an Airbnb and it was a condo in like a hotel-esque building. So there was like there was oh, a lobby okay. downstairs. There was a check-in, check-out time. It was all taken care of downstairs in the lobby. Um, oh, nice. But it was really nice. We had... Two bathrooms, two bedrooms, a kitchen and living room sitting area. I mean, it was more than we needed. It was absolute perfection. It was so nice. The whole weekend, the whole well, it wasn't a weekend. I keep calling it like a weekend, but we literally, we went Tuesday to Friday. So the whole week, it, the whole yeah. thing just felt so indulgent in like the best ways. Like, yes. you know, like we didn't really skimp on things and um, comfort was of the highest priority, comfort, fun. For sure. And it, and it was great. Um, I think I saw on your Instagram story that Kara even did some fun things to like decorate and brought some fun stuff maybe for your Airbnb. Is that right? So she she drove down. So she had her car and she got there early and she checked in. And in like Harry Styles tour colors for like, you know, things for the logo that he has for his tour, she got heart punch and like punched out paper hearts and all those colors and had them like everywhere she strung hearts up yes. in the entryway um she <laughs> she printed off different pictures of harry styles i think there was like i don't know like maybe 15 photos of harry in like these little like plastic frames like sitting all around the house. oh my gosh that is so, so cute and so go, fun you go into the bathroom and there's a picture of harry there's two on the tv they're like all around the kitchen is there's one on my nightstand i mean it just was so fun again like just so indulgent and then her birthday was the Friday that we were together, and Donna's okay. birthday happened to be the Friday before. And oh, fun! I did not. My birthday was in January. I did yeah. literally nothing to celebrate my birthday. I think that's something that I even talked about some on the overflow. It was just like it's so soon after Christmas. I have no energy for this like milestone birthday. Like, mm -hmm. stop making me decide things. Like, I understand family friends that you want to do something kind for me. And I appreciate that, but I'm tired. <laughs> I yes. don't know what I want to do. So we literally <laughs> did like nothing. Like, I think we went out to eat or maybe we got takeout. I don't know. We didn't yeah. do anything. We threw a big party for my husband when he turned 40. We invited yeah. 150 people. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Praise the Lord, they did not all come. I was like, okay, <laughs> please don't all come. But still, we 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 had a lot of people um, for his 40th, and I had it catered. I didn't want to do that. I knew I didn't want to do that. Well, instead, I did this. So yes. it felt like we were celebrating Kara's birthday. We were celebrating Donna's birthday. I'm justifying all of this with my 40th birthday. Um, and so Kara actually got a cake, too. For, in oh. honor of like the birthday fun, and yes. her and her son made Harry Styles themed Shrinky Dinks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was so cute. They her son actually took like a photo of Harry Styles and like traced it, outlined it on this like Shrinky Dink, shrinked it way down to like trading card size. So we have this oh, Harry Styles Shrinky Dink stuck in the cake with a little like. 2022 tour symbol on it and then little heart garland shrinky dinks hanging Holy off the wow. cake. 
Yes. I mean, it was just the best. I gave that them birthday. Amazing. I gave them birthday presents. I surprised them with, um, like, the most, <laughs> the most intense romance book I have ever read. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I surprised them with that. I've never talked about this book on the podcast. I don't know if I can. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I'm not ready. Maybe I'll share it in like a spicy book episode, but I can't. I can't. I, I can't. I'm not ready. I need to work up the courage. I didn't know I was going to share this. Okay. So I gave them each a copy of that book. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I gave them um, a little like travel bag, like maybe like a travel makeup bag or cosmetic yeah. bag, whatever. And it has uh-huh. Harry Styles tattoos all over it. Oh, fun. That is just, so great. Yeah. It was just a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love that there was like so much around this that the concert, of course, is why you were there. And that was like the peak part of it. But also you guys like really did it up so fun and so memorable too while you were there. Um, I'm super curious, having now been to two concerts, like compare contrast. Do you feel like I mean, obviously, I know you feel like it's all amazing, but just like in terms of the venue and the openers and all of that, which which do you think was the more fun experience? Or well, can you not decide between the two, which I, I totally would understand. <laughs> I mean, the first one is special because it was the first one. And I yeah. had so much nervous and chaotic energy all around that concert. Yeah. Like, like the yeah. idea of actually being in the same physical space as somebody that I admired, you know, you, even like on a small scale, you think about oh, for sure. like running into, I don't know, somebody who's Instagram famous that's local in your area. You're like, oh my goodness, look, there they are like in real life. Well, like that, yes. like times a thousand because it's yes, Harry Styles. So yeah. like the fact that he was like live and in front of me, I just was... It, it just was – I I was so nervous. I don't know. I was yeah. just like, ah, I just couldn't hardly handle it. This time I felt much more calm, yes. way more calm. Still very excited, but the nervousness wasn't quite there. I think also, like, I knew what to expect. Um, I had a feeling that our seats were maybe a little bit b- better. Yes. Last time around, I was really anxious about our seats. I had all these bad dreams about our seats really? not being any good. Yeah. I had repeated huh. dreams about not being able to see him on the stage. Um. Interesting. <laughs> That's so funny. But this time, maybe your brain was like, hey, no matter where the seats are, like it's going to be a good time. So yeah. maybe you wouldn't so- feel so intense about it. Well, and we did sit closer, so we could see, okay. like, so the seats were better, so that was nice. Um, when you are sitting really far away, then you tend to, like, look at the screen a lot, and yeah. one thought that I remembered having while at the first concert I went to, it was in Pittsburgh, and I remember thinking, I've spent all this time looking at this man on a screen, like, on my phone screen. Right, yeah. Now here he is in the same room. But I'm actually still, like, watching him on a screen. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. And there was a little bit of this, like, disconnect. I mean, it was still better. It was still better. It was still worth going. But I remember being like, oh, I'm still kind of just watching him through a screen for most of it. This time, he was much closer. And I actually watched him and not the screen a lot more. Um, Yeah. 
So that was nice. The opening acts, both of them, I mean, they were, I mean, I don't really have anything to say about the opening fine. acts. They were, I mean, They're they fine. were fine. Uh, yeah. Ben Harper is opening for him in LA, and I'm actually really jealous about that because yeah. I love Ben Harper. Um, but he was really the only opening act that I even was familiar with at all. So I just, right. you know, I don't really have big feelings about the opening acts. Yeah. Also, the Moody Center in Austin is like brand new. It like just opened. They redid mm-hmm. it and it's just opened and they really went all out. I think also maybe oh, fun. because Harry is doing like multiple nights at these venues. Right. They are able to really like up the decor and so there was this huge balloon banner there was places outside where you could take pictures like lots of photo op opportunities and there was yes. like nothing at Pittsburgh like that's nothing. fascinating yeah. yeah and i do think i wonder if that is part of it is that he was like it was a several concert several night event for him mm-hmm. being there. In fact, Lori Lynn, our social media man- manager, also went. She went on a different night. You guys just kind of missed each other yes. getting in and out of Austin. Um, but I do think that that would definitely make it more of an investment for them to mm-hmm. be able to to do all of those extra things. Plus, Austin is just like such an Instagrammable city. Like, there's yeah. like people just do that there. It's just one of those cities where it's just kind of part of the culture and part of the experience when you're visiting as a tourist. It's, it's very grammable. Yes, it <laughs> so I can see how the Moody Center would be like, we're not going to fight it. We're going to just like lean into it. Here's all of your photo spots for when you're here for the Harry concert. So that's so fun. One unique thing about um harry is that he wears a different outfit for every concert but then he he stays in that outfit for every concert so one thing that i heard a couple people say who went for the first time to see harry is that they were disappointed that he didn't change outfits like i like like taylor swift or beyonce don't they have like yeah they'll usually changes Mm -hmm. yeah but then they're wearing the same thing the same one at every concert right yeah, yeah, that's one way to do it for sure. And a lot of big mega stars definitely do that. So he wears a different outfit for every single concert, but then he wears it the whole time. So there's all this debate about, well, what is he going to wear? Because he's been wearing some like stupid stuff. Oh my goodness, his stuff is so stupid sometimes. <laughs> um, we didn't like, he wore this like orange and um, black striped outfit. I oh. didn't. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it as much as some of the other things he's worn. So it's okay. <laughs> but another Orange thing and black is that stripes—that's funny. It's giving Halloween. It's giving it's giving tiger. <laughs> tiger. I mean, I don't know. Um, but he also has a song called "Medicine" that he only plays every once in a while. It's really sporadic. He's never released it on an album, um, okay. and. I mean, we heard it live last, or we heard it live um, in Austin, and that had been the first time that he had played it so far in Austin. He only played it, I think, half the nights, or maybe, maybe, yeah, he only played it like two or three of the nights in Austin. So I just, I lost my mind when he started playing medicine. I have a Mm -hmm. video. Of me, like, my camera literally is, like, shaking, like, going everywhere. Like, I completely lost my mind. And then after I calmed down just for a moment and the song's, like, really going, my friend Donna took a video of Kara and I and our reaction to it. And, Meg, 
I did not post that video on Instagram because it felt like a little too vulnerable. Like too uh, you can raw and you like... can literally see my hands shaking. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I was like, I oh no, it. I can't I can't post this. If if anybody has is questioning whether I have gone off the deep end or not, this video is for <laughs> sure going to seal the deal on that one. Rebecca is out of her mind. But I loved it. I loved yes. it. Yes. Yes. It the was best just so kind of out fun. of your mind. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, I love that. I'm so glad that it was effortless. Just like the concert itself was every bit of the experience that you wanted it to be. I am so, so, so happy. Like I cannot stop grinning just thinking about you being there, getting to experience it and with such good friends. And this is the mm-hmm. second time you've done it. I love it. Um, speaking of Harry's outfits, you and I had been texting before you left that choosing what you wear to a Harry concert is like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I even, I sent you, okay, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it or not, but you and I both like to listen to the podcast Normal Gossip. And Mm -hmm. this season, one of the episodes, they tell a story about a group of women who went to see One Direction back in the One Direction days. And that there was a, there there was a lot of drama around this trip. Of course, that's how it ended up on Normal Gossip. And one of the pieces of the puzzle was, they had all decided to wear like these specific outfits. And then one of the girls who went to the concert just didn't do the thing that they all agreed to do. Um, So I just was so curious because you were like sending me some screenshots of some possibilities, some ideas. And like, I had no idea that the whole, that what you as a fan wear to the concert is kind of part of the whole communal aspect of the concert, which I do want to talk about the communal part here in a minute. But first, tell us what you wore and what your kind of thought process was going into it. Okay, so it is very intimidating. I feel like as a 40-year-old woman, a mom trying to decide what to wear to this concert with a extremely young fan base, right? So like all of everybody there is in their, I mean, not everybody clearly, but they're in their 20s. They're like peak bodies, right? They're showing off that peak body. Everything is really tight. Yeah. It's really short. It's uh, really cropped or it's just like like bralette style tops. Um, It's just, it's intimidating. It's like going to a club um, and you're like, excuse me, um, where is the old lady section for (laughs) the dressing room? Because I don't know what to wear to this thing. Um, So I was scrolling through Instagram and I was looking through the hashtag for the tour and I was just trying to kind of find some inspiration because I was like, I I just, I don't, I I mean, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's just, I'm not going to, I mean, wear what you want, but like, I didn't feel comfortable or confident in something super crazy. I also didn't want to go out and spend a ton of money on something, custom order something. I don't know. So I found inspiration. There was a girl who was wearing... A simple black dress, short black dress, and she had a bright pink boa on, and she had these really fun sunglasses on. And I was like, she looks perfect. I have a black dress. I can do this. So I I can't do the sunglasses thing because I have my glasses all the time. But I got a black – I had my black dress that was already in my closet. I dressed it up with this bright pink boa. I matched my nails to it. I had purchased some watermelon earrings for the last concert that I didn't end up wearing. They go from – 
red to to the pink that matches and then to a light pink so they coordinated really well um Kara had given us um, matching bracelets at the last concert that had some bright color to it and some of that pink color was in it. That worked perfect. I wasn't sure about shoes, but I ended up wearing the same sparkly... I had silver sparkly tennis shoes that I had worn to the last concert. I just found them at a thrift store, honestly. And I wore those again, and I had a sparkly purse that matched and it just was perfect oh and we wrapped fairy lights in our boas so that our boas would light oh, up in the dark. <laughs> fun oh my gosh that is so fun i love how it all came together and i hadn't even thought about the differences in age and how that would impact like how you're deciding what to wear like what the general vibe of what everybody's wearing i hadn't even thought about that but it sounds like it came together perfectly. Yeah. And so then we all had feather boas that we put fairy lights in. And we were talking to, between Donna and Kara and I, about what we were going to choose to wear. It's like, well, we all want to look like we're showing up like to the same event. You know what I mean? Like, we don't want one of us yeah. to be head-to-toe sparkles and then somebody else is just wearing like their tour merch t-shirt or something like we kind of wanted yeah. to match yeah 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 up. and i feel like we did it it really worked out great and i felt confident in what i was wearing and that that's the most important part right like you got to choose something yes. that you feel confident in whether it's that bralette top or you know yeah whatever the tour t-shirt so yeah definitely what you're wearing and the whole vibe of the of the place is a big part of the experience. Um, and last time that you went, and we kind of had a debrief and talked about it, we kind of talked about like this sort of like spiritual aspect of it, of all of these people coming together that are just as into this moment as you are. And I'm wondering if you have further thoughts on getting to experience this with a community of people again. I mean, it's one thing to be like in your own home and you're like watching the Harry videos and the gifs and just like all of the things that are part of it and the TikToks and all of that. But then when you're with all of these people who are there and they're just like one in spirit, do you have more thoughts on that part of the experience? Well, I would say that last time I went in October of 2021. So we are at that point, I feel like we were still like crawling through this yes. pandemic a bit. And yes, the communal aspect of it all at that moment felt very healing for me. And yeah. seeing everybody having fun and this communal joy to it all during a time yeah. when nobody was happy with anybody and everybody hated everybody and everybody's angry with everybody just to see everybody united again in something good was so mm-hmm. healing for me i couldn't look back at the concert footage without crying cuz it would be like seeing the it would be the people in the background it wouldn't even be harry but it would be the people in the background losing their minds dancing that would make me cry yeah. i'd be like just look look at how happy everybody is <laughs> and then of course i would yes. cry because i i'm like a happy crier um yes so this time there definitely was still that aspect to it except i feel like my heart had already been put back together a little bit more yeah. and so it felt more just like coming to the party instead of it being it didn't feel it didn't quite feel as sacred as last time. I think because 
Well, it wasn't the first time. And I think just the timing of it all, I think we've, we've For sure. grown a little bit and we've healed a little bit. Um, yeah, I know that Lori Lynn mentioned that that aspect of it was very overwhelming for her. And so I, I, I think the biggest thing was just being in the presence of so much joy. And yeah. I don't know how to like replicate that. Like, I don't know how to replicate that in my day to day life. I don't know how to encourage other people to replicate that because, I mean, not everybody's going to be into Harry Styles. Not everybody is going to even fall down the rabbit hole of a fandom. Like, like this truly took me by surprise. I do not have the equation to give you to be like, here, this is how you find your thing. This is how you. Right. You find what you love, and then you love deeply what you love. I don't even know how to tell people how to do that, except of course, be a yeah. little bit obsessive in your personality in general. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like this, li- I feel like I literally stumbled into this with a single YouTube search that took me down a rabbit hole. And so, yeah. I want everybody to have this, but I don't know how you get it. Right. Yeah. 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 I do think you, I mean, I know you, we kind of jokingly say have a little bit of obsessive personality, but I think even if you don't, because I've said this before, I don't know that I've ever had a singular um, focus of joy in the same way that you feel about Harry Styles. Um, but I definitely have like short lived little bursts, you know, like where I'm like super, super sure. into a thing. And then that kind of passes and I move on to the next thing. And so I think just having a spirit of openness, a willingness to be surprised, a curiosity, I think, you know, you're saying like one YouTube search, you're like curious about a thing or you watched a thing and then you're like, huh. I wonder. And you kind of kept pulling on that thread a little bit. And then before you know it, it had led you down this path. I think that having a sense and a spirit and a willingness to be curious about things really and truly can lead us to the most unexpected joy-filled moments, whether it sustains you for years or whether it's just like just what you need just in that moment Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. spark some joy for you. I think just having that openness, that curiosity, um, that willingness to tug on a thread, I think, is really a big part of it. It's not a prescription, of course. It's not a formula, like you said. Right. But it's more of like a mindset. Openness combined with permission. Yes. I think I think permission is like a big key. I, frankly, I give myself, I think, a lot more permission in general in life for to meet my own selfish needs than I think a lot of women do and a lot of moms do. I think... I I have recognized within myself, for instance, the idea of myself resting and napping when my littles were resting and napping because I was a better mom later than when they were awake if yes. I gave myself that permission to rest. But I know that there's a lot of people who struggle to give themselves permission to rest. Um, yeah. They feel like, well, this is the time that I have to get things done. And the to-do list or like the pressures of all of that weighs heavier on some people than it does like for me. Like I would rather let the laundry sit for a few more hours and refresh myself right. than like make myself um, – you know, ragged trying to get it all done. But then I think that applies like in other things that I, I give myself permission to binge an insane, literally a 
crazy amount <laughs> of YouTube video content about One Direction and Harry Styles in a very short amount of time that led me down this path where other people would be like, this is so stupid. I'd be like, I don't care that it's stupid. I'm having fun. I'm curious okay. about this. I want to. So I, it, yes. it reminds I think- me of the, the, this is not a book about Benedict Cumberbatch book, right? So yes. there's this line in the book that gutted me, and it was a quote, a headline from an Onion article that says, Mom hasn't had her favorite pizza in 10 years, favorite yep. pizza topping in 10 years, because everything that we do as mom, as once we become moms, often, or caregivers in whatever capacity that is, if you're mm-hmm. caring for a sick spouse or parents or whatever, once you get into that caregiving role, Whatever you do, you're then doing it as that caregiver. You can't just be yourself anymore. And Mm -hmm. I was like, goodness sakes, I love ham and pineapple. Guess who didn't get to eat ham and pineapple until my middle son (laughs) decided that he liked ham and pineapple? Yes. I was like, why is this Onion article hitting it so hard? But it is. Yes. But, okay, so what do I do? Give yourself permission to indulge in the things that you like. Yes. Like give yourself permission to paint your nails. Give yeah. yourself permission to get a library book that doesn't teach you anything and yes. is just for fun. Give yourself permission yeah. to turn the music to music that you like in the ra- on the radio and not necessarily the kids in the car. Yep. Give yourself permission to invest in going away for a little while and not being a mom for a couple days because being a mom is a heavy weight to carry. It's the, it's one of the best weights to carry, but it's a heavy weight. And I feel like so much of this past week was so just light. It was just light and it was joyful. And I, I think I think it's just because, yeah, it was, I gave myself permission. It took yes. some, it took some uh, justif- justifying to get there. I recognize this is also a thing of privilege to some extent. I had the finances to do it. You know, it was budgeted for. Um, I had the support at home to walk yeah. away and leave my husband in charge of things. Like, there are layers of privilege that come with this. But I think a big part is just giving yourself permission instead of just saying, Oh no, I can't do it. Right. Or no, I shouldn't do it. Right. Entertain. Well, but, but what if you can? Yeah. What if you, what if you can? Yeah. It might take yeah. some sacrifice on the front end or the back end, but maybe like just take off that weight for a little bit and just have some joy in the lightness of it all. I love that. And you said something that I, Yeah. I think that you said something just a few minutes ago that I think is such a good mantra for people who, like myself, I definitely have, this has been helpful to me, is to be able to say, I don't care if it's stupid, I'm having fun. I think that, you know, in, in Tabitha Garvin talks about this in the book, that so often it's so expected for women to become more serious about things as they become adults, whereas men have a little more permission in our culture to keep doing the thing that brings them fun, playing video games, playing golf, you know, whatever the thing is, play is more acceptable for them. And we tend to be like, well, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that. It's stupid for me to have like literally 50 lipsticks. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's stupid, but it's also a lot of fun. <laughs> but seriously, I think if we can acknowledge, like someone else might think this is stupid, but I don't care. I'm having fun. That's another kind of like, I feel like entryway into finding a thing that leads you down the path to joy is just not even not judging it. Or even if you do feel like you have to maybe preemptively judge it by saying like, I know this is stupid. But it's fun. Mm -hmm. I'm into it. I love it. And kind of following that path. And you know what, we ran into people who uh, were there for their kids like we, I mean, we ran in. The fun thing about going to a concert is running into all these Harry fans, like before, after the concert. And because he was playing in Austin for days, like we saw them everywhere. We saw them everywhere. How do we know? Because they were wearing like Harry merch or we yeah. were wearing Harry merch and their eyes would light up. Like literally, you, their eyes would light up when we would walk into a room and be like, oh, God. and then, then we just talk about it. We ran into people. Okay, and like the mom or the husband, the dad would be like, oh, no, I wasn't going to go to that. No way. This one dad was like, "Um, I I dropped them off and I picked them up after. And that was enough I needed to see of that. And in my head, I'm like, sir, you look stupid. Like, (laughs) like, don't be like that. You think that you're like. Yeah. Coming across as like this cool yeah, guy too that cool. like oh mm-hmm. no that was way it was way too all these crazy girls go screaming and everything there no I didn't want sir sir you look stupid <laughs> yeah if you had gone you would have had the best time yeah. yeah because everybody is dancing and having fun and like nobody is a grump there nobody right. husbands join their wives all the time and go and they have a blast harry converts everyone to a fan that walks into that room and sir you just look stupid i even i yeah. kind of said to him i was like oh that's a shame no you made the wrong choice you should have gone you would have loved it he's like oh no i loved it like, okay sir <laughs> Look at you, Rebecca, just popping off. I seriously <laughs> told him. I was like, oh, no, that was the wrong choice. You should have gone. You would have loved it. <laughs> That's amazing. And also, I don't know if you've ever been to a professional sporting event, but there are a lot of grown men who are standing up and screaming at professional well, sporting it, events. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like I went to the Super Bowl and my team won. Like that's like yes. when I try to think about the immense amount of excitement and adrenaline and joy that was running through my system. I was trying to think, okay, well, what can you like compare that to? And the thing the thing that I think is the best correlation is like Going to the Super Bowl where your team wins. That's right. probably the closest that comparison that I can make. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I just I just yeah, that dad he kind of ticked me off. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Okay, I also have to know other Harry adjacent media. You guys did go see Don't Worry Darling. Yes. Da- Meg, it literally was the best week. We went and we saw Harry in concert. And then the very next day, we sat in a movie theater and watched him in his movie, Don't Worry Darling. I mean, we just like soaked vast in the glory of Harry. It was amazing. Um, The film is controversial. So much drama. And mixed reviews. Lots of people saying that it's no good or that Harry's acting was trash. I loved it. 
Yeah. I loved it. I think he did amazing. I loved seeing him in it. Florence Pugh did phenomenal. Olivia Wilde's character was quirky and funny. We were laughing at her. It made me like Olivia more. Um, it, it is a psychological thriller is how it's described. Yeah. I was so nervous going into it because I do not like being scared. Um, okay. I saw Jurassic Park with friends like some of the more recent ones and I like I hate it like I hate I hate all of it I have repeatedly said to my friends I cannot believe I paid to be this stressed out I cannot handle it I just hate it all so much so I was not exactly excited about the genre of this film I was like well I gotta go see it so yes. I was just prepared to just be feel like I was on the verge of death at yeah. any moment um and it was not nearly as scary as I, I mean, Jurassic Park was way scarier. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about it's a psychological thriller is, yeah, it's a lot, it's not as maybe jump scary as a Jurassic Park movie, right? It's like more the yes. mental aspect. But so you liked yes. the movie. I did like the movie. Yeah. Um, I can't say much about it because it ends up getting very spoilery very quickly. Sure. Um, yeah. But it's the type of movie that after you see it, then you're like, oh, now I want to see it again. Or, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and see what I missed. Or yeah. you really want to talk about it. Um, yes. There was some things about it that left me feeling dissatisfied, which might be why it's getting some lower reviews from people. Um, sure. But I, I, I really want to see it again. Kara already saw it again. Kara already Did she went really? to the theater and saw it again. And she That's wants to go again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's high praise for a movie for sure. You know, I think it is so interesting. I feel like because there was so much drama around it, especially in the weeks leading up to the premiere, that it almost became like the cool kid thing to do to be like, oh, and then all of that hype in the movie wasn't even good anyway. Um, but I've seen a number of people both on YouTube and TikTok that are like, um, hot take, I loved this film. So I think it just, yeah, maybe it just depends on if you, I don't know, I haven't seen it. So that maybe it just kind of depends on what your expectations were around it. So it sounds good, though. There, there's this uh, quote that Harry gave in an interview that everybody just raked him over the coals for because he was like, the thing that I like about this yeah. movie is that it feels like a movie. That's the but best you know what? Quote. He's freaking right. He's right. <laughs> it felt like a movie movie. It felt like a worthy of going to the movies to see movie. It's not just right. some, like, you could watch it at home or on your phone or whatever. This was, it's it's like, it's a movie movie. It feels yeah. like a movie. He was yeah. right. Yeah. He was right. <laughs> yeah. It's a proper film. Right. Yes. Yes. A proper film. <laughs> Do I have time to say, to talk about what we did after the movie? Do we have time? I don't know how. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, we have time. Let's okay. hear it. We, yeah, we got okay. time. So Kara wanted to surprise us with another fun activity after we went to see the movie. And so she told us in advance. She said, um, okay, I'm going to treat you to something. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's my treat. And we're going to do it after the movie. And comfortable clothes is important. Um, you might need to lay down. It does oh not involve any physical exertion. 
Okay. Um, and I'm pretty confident that none of us have done it before. What, oh. what guesses would you have <laughs> so what that would be? I honestly was like, I didn't know if she was going to actually take you out to the hill country and like go on a nighttime hike or something to do some stargazing. <laughs> but then when you said, because I was thinking like comfortable clothes, you might need to lay down. I was thinking like something outside, but then she was like no physical exertion. And probably all of you guys have been on a hike before. So I don't, I don't know. Those are some very tantalizing clues. Now I have to know what you guys do. She took us to a sound spa. <laughs> oh, fun. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I had never heard of this before until this last season of The Bachelorette. One of their dates was a sound spa. And um, it was so fun. I, I don't know if this is like my kind of thing. Yeah. I, I was I, I, while we were doing this. I was like, "Is this stupid? <laughs> Maybe is it? Is it a little bit, or is this like for real?" Um, but it was it was actually very relaxing. So yeah. the idea of a sound spa, if you've never heard of one or never been to one, is that it kind of like aids you in getting into a meditative state. So people who are really into meditation or people who want to be really into meditation might really appreciate a sound spa because it's, it's relaxing. You can like focus your mind. You can take the time to meditate. Um, but it's, it, I mean, it's not like getting a massage. It's not like that. Like you literally just like lay there and then she she plays these different instruments that just fill the room with all kinds of sound and she explained that some of the she has these bowls that she plays yeah and when she plays two of them together it actually the the vibrations of it um mimic brainwave activity yep so yes there are literally some physical things about the sound and the sound waves that can like really tap into your mind and help you kind of like go over that get over that hump towards um you know a more successful meditation session or setting intentions or prayer or whatever it is that you choose to use the time for it was not i mean it's it's a bit woo woo but it wasn't um, it wasn't like overly spiritual, like in ways that I would feel comfortable with. Like I, right. I was yeah. kind of wondering like what it would tap into if I mm-hmm. might feel uncomfortable with how it could conflict with like my personal beliefs, but it didn't get into any of that yeah, yeah. type yeah. of thing. It was, she actually, I mean, she really didn't do much talking at all. She kind of focused us at first in saying like, let's concentrate on breathing then doing kind of some basic typical things like, um, feeling, you know, letting your shoulders go down, relaxing yeah. your shoulders, letting mm-hmm. the weight of your body, f- you know, truly fall into the mat, things like that. And then concentrating on breathing. And then she started playing these sounds and we just like listened to the sounds for like, I don't know, 40 minutes or something or more. Yeah. And then she like, quote unquote, brought us back. I don't <laughs> Yeah. It was it was kind of funny. <laughs> I'm so jealous that you got to do this in person because this is totally my thing. Like sensory experiences, 
meditation, like, yes, sign me up. I'm so thrilled for you that you got to do that. There is a style of this kind of music that you can even find on YouTube and Spotify. I'll see if I can find some links. And the the actual name of it is escaping me right now. But it kind of recreates that experience if you're listening with your earbuds or headphones in. It's like mm, the sound mm-hmm. kind of goes back and forth. And I've listened to it, and the best way I can describe it, and I don't know what it would be like, obviously, in person, but listening through headphones, it feels like a massage for your brain. Like the way sure. that the the sound passes back and forth. It's so relaxing and soothing and Oh, man, I'm so jealous you got to do it in person. But what a fun treat for Kara to come up with, too, for you guys. I love it. It was perfect. And she surprised us all with matching socks, like cher- with cherries on them, because Harry sings about fruit all the time. So yes. we had our matching socks, and we told the, um, the meditation specialist, I um, I can't remember her official title, but we told her ahead of time um, that I kind of wanted to post some things on my social media. And so she actually took a video of all of us at the very end when she starts to tell us to like wiggle our toes of just so there's all there's like all these feet, these oh three sets of feet lined up and we like start to like wiggle our little <laughs> little matching. Feet that toes. is so awesome. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> That's it so was a lot great. of fun. I haven't posted so any of that content on Instagram yet because I just I was so busy like doing and yeah. experiencing, and so I have yet to post it. But I'll post it later this week. Okay, we'll keep an eye out for that for sure. Oh my gosh, Rebecca, thank you so much for this whole breakdown of the whole week, and also I think just truly, yes, not everyone is a Harry Styles fan. Not everyone's into Harry Styles. But the experience that you're describing, just like the friendship aspect, the doing Mm -hmm. something for yourself, the celebrating yourself, celebrating your 40th, like in a very fun and memorable way, even if it wasn't on your actual 40th. Um, The experience of being in part of a community where you all get it, you get each other. And just like, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy for you. And I'm so thankful that you take the time to, I know, because I know you haven't shared much of this. And so thanks for giving the superstars the inside scoop on your trip. This is well, and thank you, superstars, for letting me indulge in this space. Like, I, yes, I know that not everybody is maybe into Harry Styles. And maybe you didn't even make it to this part of the episode because you're just like, okay, Rebecca, (laughs) enough of this. But my big takeaway, I think, for all of you is just um, you have permission. And and give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to order the kind of pizza topping that you like. Give yourself permission to play the kind of music that you like. Give yourself permission to just do, do something that brings you joy, just for the sake of the joy. Yes. Just for the sake of the joy. Love it. Okay. Well, Superstars, again, apologies. This was a little delayed, but I hope that you will find it was worth the wait to get to hear Rebecca give her debrief on Harry Styles in Austin. Um, Thank you so much for your ongoing support of Sword of Austin. We've got fun stuff. We've got more book club news coming your way. We've got other things just for the Superstars. So thank you for your support. You know it means so much to us. Thank you for listening, and we'll see y'all next time. (laughs) 